This is Neil Rockine. My nickname is The Rockweiler for my unique courtroom style. And I'm the host of the Killer Cross-Examination podcast. I, week in and week out, talk about some major issues. We talk, tackle criminal justice issues. I interview some of the top hitters, heavy hitters from around the country. And as you know, I've spent so much time talking about the Robert Durst case. I've been fascinated by it, fascinated by the twists and turns of the Robert Durst case going all the way back to the disappearance of Kathy Durst, the movie, the uh, trial in Galveston, the acquittal in Galveston, the prosecution in California, the subsequent charge in, in, um, uh, in New York, all of it, all of it. I've commented on cross-examination after cross-examination and discussed the tactics. And today, not sure how I feel about it, but Robert Durst, is dead at 78. And his conviction, according to California law, because he was on direct appeal, will be permanently abated. That's fancy lingo for vacated. And while the records and the historians and uh, those who write history will be able to talk about what Robert Durst did and talk about the case and talk about his life and his trail of death, destruction, and despair. The fact of the matter is, is that Robert Durst, um, as a matter of law in California, does not stand convicted of the death of Susan Berman. I mean, what an ending. Um, lawyers, witnesses, just put so much time and effort into pursuing Robert Durst and attempting to, um, to, to prosecute Durst. I mean, watching the battle between Durst and Lewin was just something that I'll go back in, uh, in the coming days and watch more about Durst and Lewin, and we'll bring up some more segments of Durst and Lewin and comment on those as they went back and forth and talked about those and, and discussed different segments of the cross-examination. But for now, I was just going to point out that, um, yes, we know what Robert Durst did. We know what he was about. But in the end, there is some sort of feeling that, in a way, Durst sort of cheated the hangman, right? It's kind of how it feels. I know John Lewin, the prosecutor who put so much time and energy into prosecuting and pursuing Durst, he said recently, quote, whether that conviction legally stands after his death is irrelevant to what all of us know happened, Lewin said. He said, I don't believe that the technicality that results from someone dying before their conviction is final is going to change the legacy of Bob Durst. He died a person who killed three people. Nothing is going to ever change that, Lewin said. And while all of that may be true, this end to this legacy will be talked about this legacy, the Robert Durst legacy, to the extent there is and will be discussed for years to come. And yes, I know it doesn't change the legacy of Bob Durst, but it does change the record. Robert Durst was convicted and now he is not. This is Neil Rockhind. Um, host of the Killer Cross-Examination podcast with a real quick segment.
to discuss the aftermath of Robert Durst's death. His lawyers have already filed for his conviction to be set aside. That will happen. Despite all that time and effort, Robert Durst will not, as the permanent record goes, be convicted for the murder of Susan Berman. Wow. What an ending. This is Neil Rockine, host of the Killer Cross-Examination Podcast. Subscribe, like, follow, tune in. But again, I mean, I don't even know how to end this segment of this podcast other than to say, wow, just wow.